again, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Game Pass Grab Bag, your weekly podcast reviewing games from the Game Pass collection, bringing you three unique perspectives of varying skill range. I'll be the carrier this episode. Andrew, with me, our usual tank, Keith. Oh, I guess say hello this time. Nope. And our healing support, Liz. Hey, guys. And this week was Keith's pick, which was Bleeding Edge by Ninja Theory Studios. This is one of the 14 different studios that Microsoft just recently purchased. So this is their first exclusive Microsoft game. And essentially this game is a third person action game. It's a your typical, your hero 4v4 multiplayer online battle arena game where you have, there's five different maps with two different objectives. You either have a point capture or you have a power cell collection and then you deposit them into certain areas. So Keith, can you tell everyone, why did you pick this game? It was new and I or you and I had played the beta. I had a little bit of fun with it, and I love these styles of games. Paladins, Overwatch, Smite, list goes on. Figured why not? Figured it'd be easy. Yeah, and we haven't we don't do a lot of multiplayer <laughs> games. The last one, and possibly the only one we ever did, was Secret Neighbor. That was fun. That was uh, just strictly uh, yeah. It was just a strictly multiplayer game. So obviously this episode is going to be set up a little bit differently because this is just a multiplayer game. And so we're essentially just going to kind of tell our thoughts on what we think of a multiplayer game. So going around, uh, Keith, was this a game or a pass for you? I think it's a game. Yeah. I feel bad because I'm on a pass streak right now, and this is a pass for me. I just thought it fell flat. Wait, you're on a pass streak? Yeah, I think I am. No, we did Ori two days. Like, yeah, not two days, two weeks ago, and you passed on that? No. Oh, no, I didn't. And do you know what? I think I just have been passing more recently. It's because you've been playing Stardew Valley again. That's all you want to mm-hmm. play. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I feel like it's just I have so little time to play video games now that it's got to be good, you know? And for me, I didn't want to play this game. My time is precious, and I was just, no, thank you. So for me, this is a game as long as you at least have probably what, at least one friend to play with. Uh, if you don't really have anyone to play with, then you might want to pass it for now. But... Because uh, right at the beginning when you play this game, it specifically says communication is key, wear a headset, makes a world of a difference. And it's very true with this game. So this game is 4v4, so the teams are very small. So because of that, each character is very important to the fight. So if you're just short one teammate who's off doing their own thing, nine times out of ten you're going to lose that fight. Because you just you need everyone to be together and working together. So yeah, if you have some people to play with, I think it is actually pretty fun. So overall, it's a pa- it's a game for me. So starting off, this game kind of has a story. It's very minimal. So I feel like anytime these new multiplayer games come out, they're always like, yeah, we're just doing a multiplayer game. We're not worrying about anything. But people always are into like, oh, these are cool environments, cool characters. I want to know more about them. And I feel like these multiplayer games always end up putting in a story later. So at least Bleeding Edge at least is starting to put a foundation for a story. I mean, the story is kind of basic. It's very much, it's in the future. Some of these humans are doing augmentations to their body, which is kind of a no-no in society. Like, it it doesn't sound like it's illegal, but people don't like it. So these group of people just decided to start a fight league called the Bleeding Edge, and they're basically just an underground community where they have fun and fight each other. But there's when you read some of the character bios, you can kind of learn that there's an evil corporation in this world, and you know they're trying to find and rescue people that are kind of down on their luck or being tortured and used for as weapons. So, I don't know. As far as the story goes, I'm kind of interested in this universe. They don't give you anything. They have that clip at the beginning, and that's it. You know? Yeah, it's, it's very minimal. 
they don't go into the characters or anything and so they have these amazing character models but I mean that's pretty much it I feel like it needs a single-player game to kind of get you invested in the story and the characters because otherwise it's just I don't give a crap see but that's the beauty of of this style is that it's really as much as you want it to be because there's no reason to dive into any of the story or background if you just want to play the game but they put a lot of it out there and thinking of like overwatch there's comics there's videos there's books there's there's an overwatch cookbook they have so much built out but if you just want to log in and play a match and you know what the characters are that's all you need but that just seems like they want more money. I mean, like, if they're not going to put in the video game, it's like, oh, no, you have to buy this comic. You have to buy this. You have I, to buy that. I agree with like, that. no, thank you. Like, put out actual content. This is just pretty characters fighting each other, and that's it. There's nothing there, no substance. And for me, I think that's a cop-out. I, I agree and disagree with you. I, I always kind of felt that way, too. So my brother has been kind of more digging into the Overwatch story. So... People who don't know Overwatch, I apologize. We're going to be referencing some other games. And we'll try to explain a little bit of these games to kind of keep you in the loop. Well, not all countries right. have we'll Overwatch, to... so it's yeah. exclusively American. So if you're outside America, we apologize. Overwatch doesn't exist there. So Overwatch is a first-person shooter that is that is done by Blizzard. Majority of people have heard of this game. It's it's pretty popular. It's pretty big in the esports community. But yeah, when Overwatch came out, they didn't have too much of a story. And yeah, my brother's been the one who's kind of dug a little bit more into it. And the story is really good, but yeah, there isn't much. And I do kind of agree. It is kind of odd that it's like, I feel like I have to pay more money to kind of learn the story. It has no relevance to the gameplay, but it is pretty cool. But I wouldn't mind if they had more content elsewhere. Like, I feel like you said there's five maps, there's two different game modes, and it is so repetitive. I didn't play as much of this game as we usually play with other games. Because I was bored out of my mind. Which is so surprising and, to me. Because, like, a Secret Neighbor, I was like, give Secret me Neighbor, Secret Neighbor is one map with, like, five different kids. And, like, that was it. It right. was, that game was terrible. Because it gets oh. your adrenaline going and stuff. Oh. Do you know, for me, because I think Keith, if I remember correctly, <laughs> you liked Full Metal Furies. And I didn't like that. And to me, I get the same feeling from this game that I got from that one. Or, like, same with, like, I didn't really, like... The multiplayer, which obviously that's like a different kind of thing um, from Crackdown 3. But if we're looking at like, there, I think there's so many better multiplayer games on Xbox Game Pass that I just think that this is just completely should be looked over. This sounds harsh. I, I don't hate the game. I just resented having to play it. <laughs> so you hated it. No, and and that's fine. That's, a, that's an opinion. I didn't love this it's game. It's a wrong opinion. I, like no, I, no, I don't. I don't agree with you, but I also I'm not yeah. going to stand on a soapbox and defend this game. It, yeah. It's bare bones, and it is missing so much. And there's yes. so many other ones I'd probably rather play like it. But I think it is fun, and I think it's worth a go if you just exclusively rely on Game Pass. Is what I, I guess I'm looking at it from. Yeah, see, I'm fully with you, Keith. This is how I feel about this game too. What's here is a solid foundation, but it is very bare bones. There's no ranked play. Uh, there's only yeah five maps, two game modes. There's a total of there's a total of I think about eleven characters right now. They already plan on coming out with another one soon called Mecco, who's a dolphin in a mech suit, which is by far the coolest name. Which, if you're listening um, to this, it might already be out. Yeah, he's more than likely out. But uh, yeah, so there's not a lot of characters, so this game is very bare bones and. 
this game doesn't do anything radically different to the hero multiplayer genre. It, it copies a lot of elements from different games. Not that it's bad. I do kind of like the different variations. So as you're playing these characters, you, you can level them up and you actually get these mods that will slightly adjust your character. You can equip three different mods. They're generally relatively small, like, oh, maybe increase your base health by like 80 points. Um, this damage of this skill will be slightly stronger or maybe you move slightly faster. They're, they're little tweaks, which I liked in Paladins, which is another kind of hero shooter game. Paladins did that as well, where you actually kind of designed and catered your character the way you wanted to play. And so there's a lot of different things this game does that it steals from other games, but there's nothing in it that's like, oh, this is really cool and interesting that would make me fully recommend this game. But I think what this game is, it's a nice foundation. Well, and, and on your same point, actually, is while a lot of them aren't on Game Pass, outside of Overwatch, most of the games I think we might reference here, if you haven't played them already, are free, Paladin, Smite. Yeah. So I probably would still recommend those games over this, but I still do just think this is a good game, and if they build on it, it could be very good. Yeah, not great, but very good. I think my thing that I really, really, really praise this game for is how fun the characters are. I know, Liz, obviously you disagree because you think this game's boring. No, I think they, I already said, the character models are really cool. and I love The models are fantastic. unique abilities. Yeah. I think they did a great job with that, but I was more talking like the backstory and stuff. What I'm talking about, the big problem with a lot of these games is everybody wants to be the damage dealer. Everybody wants to go around and, you know, oh, I want this to be Call of Duty and get all the kills and everything like that. That is not what this game is. This game, you absolutely have to play as a team. And this game actually, I think, does a good job tackling making the support and the tank roles actually fun. I think my favorite character was a support. I loved playing Zero Cool. He was a guy that had a nice, easy heal ability, but he was one of the few ranged characters, and he could actually do decent damage. Like, I actually found it fun to play the tank roles, and I found it fun to play the, the healers, which is rare in a game. Because like in a game like Overwatch, they literally have to like pay kids to play healers because if you're trying to go damage, you're waiting in the queue for over 15 minutes. So this is always an issue with games, but I think this game does a good job tackling it. I just feel like it wasn't balanced. So for me, when I first started playing with you guys, I was support, I was a healer, and I got like three hits and I was dead. And I was like, what the frick just happened? And then I played a ranged character, I'm shooting something for 20 minutes and nothing's happening. And then you play a, like one of the tanks and it takes just a couple hits and bada bing bada boom. And for me, it just <laughs> didn't seem balanced. It's like, if you're going to have like no damage at all, like make me move faster because the movement in this game is so ridiculously slow. I hated it. I felt like a grandpa. I was like, I'm coming guys. Like going like 10 miles on the highway. Like it was so slow. I do agree. I, I think the characters need to be sp sped up a little. Like I think they just need to balance the characters so that like, yeah, you're a healer, but you need to be able to, like, do something else. So I don't disagree with you entirely, but I think you're wrong. I think, <laughs> I think a lot of the issue is, and, and this is a no fault of your own, you just don't play a lot of these styles of games. There's a lot of skills you have at your disposal with the characters, at least I found, that you can move quickly. And also, don't know... Again, the mount up thing. Get using your hoverboard. You can get around pretty quickly on that thing. But it's the maps are too fast. big. That's what I think it is. Yeah. I thought the map size was perfect. 
Some some of them I thought are pretty good. Because like, when you respawn, you have to get to your teammates in a certain amount of time because there's a 16-second respawn time, and then you have to get back to your team. It can't be bigger. No, they need to be smaller. That's what I'm saying. The map size is too big. Oh, oh, oh. In which some maps I think are pretty good sized. There's a couple where you actually like go on a jump jet and it kind of shoots you right in the middle of the map. Like those ones are pretty good because it is just kind of a more of a thin narrow corridor kind of design of a map. But yeah, there's some where you're just like in a fold like arena and it, it does take some time to get to your teammates, which is kind of frustrating because as I said, how it's so important to have four team members. As soon as one of your team members dies, the tide of the battle quickly turns and like your team will start to get wiped. But I just like what you were saying earlier, like everyone wants to be damaging games and I can kind of see it because like I said earlier with the range character, I felt useless and yeah, I was using the other abilities and stuff, but it was just like kind of night and day, the level of fun that I was having. I liked playing the healer too, but I just thought that I needed something more to make the gameplay fun. I don't know what that is. Cause, and like I said, the abilities are cool, but I just felt like everybody, because it auto-targets too, and then all of a sudden it would go to a different person. It was just like, I don't know, I felt like the game kind of took over. Well, that's a flaw in the game, I I believe. It, at least it, I know exactly what you're talking about. The targeting is really bad, and so I hope they fix yeah. it. I'll, it's important too. It is, especially with the the ability for the auto lock. I found the same issue a lot of times. I kind of found if I let off the attack, I could somehow work around it, but it it was not great, and I and I didn't really like that about the game. But I did like the auto lock. That's where I felt like actually being one of the damage dealers was useful, because most of the things I have to worry about is being a damage dealer. I didn't have to worry about. Aiming. Yeah, you always do kind of struggle with the aiming, Keith, but uh, I always forgive you for that. I mean, I know how I'm you're always just like, you. <laughs> I know. You're welcome. I, I, I cast my pity on you. Uh, <laughs> so I'm normally a healer. It is like pretty simple with like kind of the lock on. And some of these character skills, I, I do feel like this game kind of lacks some skill in it. Because yeah, as you're saying, so I know your big person you always loved playing Keith was Gizmo. So she like, has like a mini gun. Yeah, you literally just hold X, stand still, kind of, and you do damage. That's basically it. And that's how kind of Zero Cool worked as well. Press Y, it heals. Just keep in sight of your allies so they get health and, okay, cool, you did your job. So there isn't a lot of, like, skill in this game. There's not a lot of, oh, you want to do headshot damage, do extra damage, or you want to do, like, these certain combo moves. There are combos in this game, but they're essentially XXX. X, 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 Like, that's it. Like, I, there's not, like, any placement or anything like that you have to do. I also think it's kind of, I guess, frustrating. When you go back and forth between the characters, obviously they all have different abilities. And I felt like I was switching characters all the time. A lot of times, like, somebody would swipe the character that I just played. And so I'd pick another one. And I would go to do the move of the old person. So for me, I just, like, I felt like I had to get used to a new character every single time that I played. And I feel like that's just my inexperience Yeah, that's as just well. a you problem. <laughs> <laughs> well, I played Buttercup, and I there was a certain move that I wanted to do, and I was a new character, and I forgot that I was a new character. It's definitely a you problem. <laughs> and I was like, what's happening? So, yeah, that that's, that's my problem. I do think, too, that I feel like you can kind of master the skill with this game, and I haven't. Like, I feel like if you put a lot of time into it, like, you can get really good at this game, and I wasn't good at it. <laughs> but I also, like, didn't like the game enough to, like, want to. Well, so that's where I, it, comparing it to 
other types or, or other genres of this game is that I think the skill cap is very low. I think Andrew would admit compared to like some say like an Overwatch or something like that. But it does it still takes some practice. And where this is something you've never played, it 100% makes sense cuz if I switch a character, I do that at at least once, like where I just use the wrong skill and I forget. So I get it. Is what I'm saying. I just thought it was kind of chaotic because all of a sudden, like I said before, like you're you're auto targeting somebody, it switches. You're just a big heap of people. And sometimes I'd be, I was Buttercup once, and the other Buttercup kept coming after me, and I kept being like, which one am I? Even though you're different colors, obviously. But you would lose your character. All right now, that's <laughs> well, definitely no, a in all problem. fairness. <laughs> when you get into a corner or against a wall, the camera just completely you yeah, can't the camera, see anything. I had some issues with the camera. Oh, I don't like that you can't like snipe somebody. You can't, you know, be sneaky. Yeah. And that's something that I thought would have been really cool with this game so that I didn't have to get into this mosh pit of just like Well, some mashing. characters are sneaky. Some have an invisibility. Uh, you can pull them in and things like yeah, that. Yeah, like the, one of the main damage dealers, he's on like most of the pictures and that's the ninja guy, Damon. I just want to call him Damon. Yes. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, he's, he's a ninja, and he actually has the ability to go invisible. So he his main role is to kind of go invisible, sneak behind everyone, and assassinate the healers. And, you know, you have Maeve, who's a granny, who can also go invisible too, but hers is only like a second. Hers is more of an escape. But she's also meant to kind of sneak and capture people. I also kept forgetting to evade, which is a bit of a problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did you also know you could parry? Yes, I did. I did that in the dojo. All characters yeah, no, can't parry, the can game. they? I think only melee. I think they can. I, I think all characters can. I never... The parry system was very difficult. Yeah, I didn't... It, I knew it existed. It's in the game... Yeah, I knew it existed, but it's not easy to pull off. You have to be standing still and then time it properly. It's inconsistent. I it was is. doing it in the dojo, and I should not have been able to do it, but I, I felt like the game was just giving it to me. Yeah. So... There's little mechanics in this game that are cool and nice, but they just need to be worked. And another thing I do praise with this game is the communication from the studio. Because as soon as you start the game too, they have like this message board saying, Hey, last patch. These are the things we fixed. These are the problems we know are an issue. And if there's any other problems, please please tell us. Which is easy to tell them because you literally press start and there's a report issue tab you can go to and instantly type something up real quick that if you find a bug. So I actually really like the communication from the studio about this game. You can really tell they are kind of listening to their community and they're just really trying to be transparent because right now there's no microtransactions. There's no loot boxes. There's no in-game currency you need to buy. There's in-game currency you earn, but nothing you buy. So I do like that this game, it's really being, like, it doesn't seem money grabby right now, which I really like. But I will say the big thing I kind of also have an issue with this game is the lack of progression. You are leveling up these characters and you're unlocking some mods, but there's very little cosmetics. There's especially little cosmetics that I even want. Most of them are just alternate colored skins. And it's like, oh, these aren't very fun. Like, why do I want to spend money getting so my guy looks green? Ooh, I don't care about that. You can change your hoverboard, but the in-game currency is super hard to get. Most games, if you win, you're getting like 20 coins and the hoverboards usually cost a couple thousand. So you got to play this game a lot to kind of get the in-game currency to start getting some of the cosmetics you want. Yeah, I, I think that's where this game really comes down to. It's good as a base. 
There's yeah. things it could work on, but I also, in, in a weird way, and I do like this game. I really, I, I would play it often if 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 I had a group of friends to play with that all wanted to play it. I guess I should say. Or I just don't have friends. I don't know. I don't have friends. So you have a group of friends. They don't want to play this, but you're just happy you have a group of friends. Yeah, I don't even know if that's true. No one really knows. <laughs> but, but realistically, I guess my point is, I think it's a good game, but there, there's just a lot of games I'd rather play that are just better built out right now. I feel like whenever I play games with you guys, I have a lot of fun, and I just like was really perplexed as to why I just did it. I had zero fun, and it wasn't you guys. Because every time we played zero multiplayer... fun. I, I, I'd rather be. So, mean Keith aren't entertaining. Nope. You usually are. I you think <laughs> you, you are, but we suck during this. Thanks. No, I think a hundred percent it was the game, but I, I think you've said before, like I haven't played a game like this really or that often, and so I can't tell if it's I just don't like the style of game or not. But I just, like, I'm looking back at all the games that we played together, and I enjoyed playing with it. Even if the game was crap, I enjoyed it. But this game, I don't think was terrible, but I got nothing. I think I think it is a little bit this style of game. Because you've watched me play Overwatch, and, I, and you never were interested. You were just kind of like, meh. So it, it might possibly be this kind of style of game. But who knows? True needs to happen. Apex and Stardew Valley need to come to Game Pass. What? Oh, come to Game Pass for a second. I thought you said they need to like combine a game into something like that. It's <laughs> Can you like, imagine? What? Why do they need to come to Game Pass? Apex is a free to play game. Yeah, that'll never happen. Stardew. Stardew would be good on Game Pass. It would, but it would never. It makes too much money. No. But I want it to be on Game Pass so we can devote a whole week to them. <laughs> you could just do that anyway. <laughs> So, as we said, there's two different game modes. There's a capture point one and one where you collect power cells and you deposit them into specific points that end up becoming active as the game goes on. What did you guys think of these kind of game modes? Did you wish there was a deathmatch game mode or anything like that? Or did you actually think this were pretty fun? I actually... I mean, I know Liz's answer. <laughs> Liz is like, zero fun. Yeah, zero fun. No, not at all. I, I liked the collection point ones just because it was... So Sort of unique-ish, I guess. I don't think I've seen that in, other, in this genre or, or in I, the other not genre. Not in this genre. Yeah, I've seen but, this style of game mode. But yeah, it was kind of cool. The control points, I liked how it rotated which ones were active. That was kind of a cool feature of it, but nothing all, all that creative, no. I, I guess the deathmatch kind of felt like collection point, though, because there'd be points... Yeah where no one would turn something in until they'd have 25 of them out of 50. And it was just ultimately a death match in a lot of ways. So, yeah. See, I actually, I actually thought more of the fighting was in the capture point ones. Cause a lot of times only like one capture point would be active. So everyone would have to fight on it. So I thought there was more action in the capture point ones, but I did think the energy cell ones were a lot more fun. The energy cell ones required a lot more teamwork. Cause if you have, one dingus running around capturing all the energy cells and they're by themselves and they end up getting sniped by the enemy team. The enemy team just captured all those cells and it's like, oh, thanks, buddy. That's if they so, collected them all by themselves anyways in the first place. I would have that happen a lot. I would have one kid just going around, not helping us at all, and just collecting all the cells but would hide and stuff and then he would get caught and lose all the cells. So it's like kind of frustrating with that. But I think I had the most fun with the power cell ones though. I would rather just be killing and healing and just letting the team do that. So you would have preferred a deathmatch? 
Yeah. I I had no interest in the in the modes, so I just, you know, like I said, killed and healed. <laughs> and then it accidentally there was one point that I was two people had died and I was gathering the cells with the other guy and I was like, Crap, I don't wanna be responsible for this. <laughs> It's me and one dude. Like, that's not going to go very well. Oh, and I just remembered another huge talking point. A huge plus, huge plus for this game is the lever penalty. This game, this is something that a lot of games struggle with, and I don't know why, but already this game, I think, has such a fantastic lever penalty. So as it's 4v4, if you lose one teammate, you're in a lot of trouble. If a person leaves pretty quick, like before the game starts, it'll keep everyone in the game and just wait to like find someone else to fill that spot, which is great. But if you try leaving, a menu specifically comes up saying, hey, if you leave, it's really awful of you to do it. It really screws your teammates over. If you leave, you're put into like a leaver's queue. And so it's gonna pair you with other leavers and you're gonna be put on like a bad reputation server and you won't get any in-game rewards for like the next like three or four games until you improve your standing and get back to like the regular good standing servers. Whoa. Yeah, so you're actually paired with other terrible kids who leave a lot. And I think that is so good. And because of that, I don't think I ever had a lever. I saw it a couple of times, maybe, but it's it was very rare, yeah. So I assume if something happens to your internet, they they know. Yeah, oh, like okay. it's it's tied with your gamer tag and everything, and probably your IP address as well. But yeah, you're put in with other levers, and it's like that is a like very that. good system. And yeah, I never, I don't think I ever had a lever once. Well, and I actually was reading too. If you do get it put into the queue, it gives you a counter of how many games you need to play in the lever servers before it puts you back in the good servers. Oh, one more good thing that I really like about the game is that when you die, you have the option to change your character again. So there were times that I was testing out a new character that I hadn't played before, and I was like, oh, this is garbage. And I got to go back and choose, and I thought that was really great. Yeah, it is nice that you can kind of change and alter your team's play style if like, that character's not working for you. Try something else. So yeah, I really do like that as well. See, I said something positive. Yay, you did it. <laughs> But yeah, that's where I feel like it stole from Overwatch. That and a lot of yeah. character design. Not all of them, but a lot of them. Oh, I thought the character designs in this game were completely different. I love the... Like, I think the character design in this game is super unique, and I love it. Like, one of my favorite character designs was uh, the healer Kulev. He's a witch doctor, and it actually is a character... The character is actually a robotic snake who's wrapped around a cadaver. So it's kind of like a Weekend at Bernie scenario where the snake is, yeah, dri like driving this corpse around to make it look like it's a real human. I think the character designs are just wild, and I love them in this game. I the, think they're really cool. The movement is really awesome, too, yeah. especially for the character that you just mentioned. But I noticed that even with the guitarist, what was his name? Nidhogger. Yes. So I thought the movement of the characters were pretty stellar, too. Yeah, I can't wait for the for them to come up with more characters. Yeah. Is it, so I guess more, yeah, I was thinking of Buttercup, because she's basically Zarya on wheels. But like, <laughs> in a lot of ways, though, I do feel like a lot of the skill sets were just ripped out of there. Like, but I don't know. A little bit. They're, they're, they're kind of mishmash. Like they're but that's how all these styles are in, yeah. in a lot of ways. So I, I'm not totally faulting it, but I'm saying it's bad because of it by any means. It's just I thought that was a little funny where a lot of those things seem to rip off Overwatch. But I do like that they took the, the in-game switch because a lot of these styles games lock you into a character the whole game. So Yeah, as awesome as the character designs were, I don't really care for a lot of the designs of the maps. 
There was one or two I thought looked kind of cool, but a lot of them I thought were just kind of bland. And because there isn't much to the game, there's only five maps, I feel like they really needed to up the ante. Yeah, for as, as wacky as this game is with the designs of its characters, I felt like they were really lax in, like, I feel like they didn't have fun with the maps. There was nothing that stood out to me at all. Like, I can't think, oh, that was a really cool setup. Now you're both liars. There was a train. Everything was solved by the train. The electrical yeah. fence. Well, there's, yeah, there's two maps. <laughs> oh, the electrical them. fence, too. Good point. See? Very diverse. Problem solved. <laughs> I, yeah, but I don't know. There was nothing that made me find it cool and interesting to look around, which is disappointing because I feel like, as we said earlier, I feel like they're trying to build a, a nice universe and world in this game and the big thing you gotta do is make interesting maps make it an interesting world to explore maybe the person who had all the cool character designs quit and then so before they... he could design the maps <laughs> yeah that's just rude now you're just being rude just kidding you just said you weren't good <laughs> yeah like the guy that drew all this stuff is gonna be you know this guy right now <laughs> so getting back on track the other thing i absolutely love about this game is the music to me, I feel like they ripped the soundtrack out of Rocket League, and that is fantastic. Because I think it fits the world so well, and the music I think in this game I think is really cool. Like, usually too in a game like this, you just have music at the intro, like in the main menu, and that's it. Nope, it's actually in the background even while you're playing, and I think it fits it so well. I really like the music too, but for the life of me, I can't remember it right now. But I remember when we were playing together, I was like, oh, the music is actually really nice. No, the music is awesome. It. it... I think Andrew summed it best, actually, is it sounds a lot like Rocket League. It didn't place it until you said it, but it does, and I like it a lot. I was actually just trying to look it up real quick to see if it was the same person, that's all. Well, there's, like, multiple people. Like, it's a whole different artist and everything. Uh, like, you, they don't have one artist for all the soundtrack in Rocket League. Ah, uh, there's one guy who's, like, throughout a lot of it, but yeah. He's, like, one specific DJ. Anyways. But, of course, too, last but not least... Another fantastic thing about this game is the achievements. Achievements in this game are super easy, so it is well worth your time if you're an achievement hunter. Uh, the great thing, me and Keith played this game when it was in the beta, and it actually carried a lot of our progress from the beta with the achievements, nothing else in the game. But so as soon as we started this game up, yeah, both me and Keith got like 75% of the achievements. The only ones it didn't continue with is doing 200,000 damage and doing 200,000 healing and capturing points and cells. So that's just four achievements. And besides that, we got all the other ones. So I highly recommend this game for achievement hunters. But getting to our final thoughts, Keith, tell us, what did you think overall of Bleeding Edge? So I think it's really good. I think it's, re I really think it's worth checking out because I even had fun playing by myself. It's a good mishmash of a whole bunch of different games, but I personally don't think it has a huge identity, I guess. It, it just kind of fell a little flat all in all when I compare it to other games. Music was great. I think it's worth a try because, again, achievements are super easy if you want the achievement points at least. But I can't give it more than a 69 because it's just nice. I know I've used that joke before. I know, or and you I would... still laugh at it, which irritates me. Someone else might not know that I've used that joke before. But if you don't, <laughs> or if you do, I'm not sorry. Someone who's listening thinking you're original, but you're really not. And someone who's not. So for me, I think this game is a lot of fun. It's just very bare bones right now. I think it has a nice foundation. Uh, give this game a couple months. Come out with new maps, new characters, 
a ranked mode, more interesting cosmetics, and I think this game will be a lot more fun to play. Right now, it is just, there's not a lot keeping me there because I don't care for any of the unlocks. I don't care for any of the cosmetics. There's no rank. So I'm playing this game because I'm just having fun with it. It's something easy and relaxing. Absolutely love the character designs. I think they're a lot of fun. I think all the character roles are a lot of fun. Absolutely love the music. Absolutely love the lever penalty in this game. So there is a lot of things this game does that I, I really enjoy and I think is great. But just give this game a few months and I think it'll be a lot more fun and worth your time. So for me, I think I'm giving it a 75. I think I'm going to give it... A zero? No. You said three. zero fun, so I figured a zero score. No, because I think they did a good job with the characters. I thought that the abilities were really unique. They had some good things going for them. I'm going to give it a 60, which I think is kind of generous. There isn't enough content for me to give it more. Like, I needed story, more character background. The main things that I liked are the characters and the abilities. But besides that, I can't really... And the music I thought was good. But I don't really think there's really anything else about it that I think is worth more. But... That being said, looking at Metacritic, 69 and 6.3. And a lot of them said the same things that we did. A lot of people compared it to Overwatch, saying that they kind of stole some of the ideas, which I haven't played. I don't know if they did. One person said that switching heroes feels like switching games, which I thought was interesting. And I thought a lot of people agreed with me that they found it kind of boring. Like, that was one of the most frequent words that I saw looking at the reviews. But I thought that it came off as very love or hate. Which I think is true. Because even when I've like talked to kids during this game, I always kind of got a love or hate vibe from people. She thinks it's very uh. convenient that boring was the one word that Liz kept finding. <laughs> and that was the one she used. Awful <laughs> convenient when she's the one she, reading you reviews. You gave it nine points more and you praised it the entire time. So I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, but I had a great joke <laughs> with mine, so it was worth it. Liz literally did word search find boring and found all the reviews that you saw words. Bleeding edge plus boring. <laughs> At least boring. I wasn't saying that they were stealing content from other games. I mean, I'd rather be called boring than saying that I was a thief. <laughs> Stand up for what you believe, Liz. I'm back. I'm behind you. <laughs> I'm not. So yeah, I think that's going to do it for us this week. Uh, thank you all so much for listening. Greatly appreciate you guys. We hope you all are staying safe out there. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at GPGBpod. You can write us an email at GamePassGrabBag at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook at GamePassGrabBag. Um, I've been your hardcore gamer host, Andrew. You can follow me on Xbox Live at Firebird01952. I am also on Mixer with that same name where I will be streaming. A couple of you have already come by and said hi. I greatly appreciate you, anyone coming and saying hi. I, I always love uh, hearing from you guys. Uh, I'll also start be putting more videos on our YouTube. I'll try to be putting some of my streaming videos up there as well. Uh, you can find our YouTube at Game Pass Grab Bag, of course. Um, but yeah, and I don't know how to transition, so Keith, you can go. Oh, <laughs> you were you were just talking a real long time. Um, Keith, little fluffy. Yeah, I'm the host. I tend to do that. You jerk. On Xbox, I think you talked about me, talked over me. So little fluffy on Xbox. I think that's all that matters on this podcast. That's all you really care about. Care about you? I care about you. Thanks. This is a weird episode. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Liz the Noob, Gamertag, comment I'm Dean, and I'm on Twitter at Liz the Noob. Noob is EW. All right, everyone. Thank you all so much for listening. Love you guys. Stay safe. Stay inside. Play video games. We'll see you again next week. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.
Mm-hmm.